0: Welcome to Previously On, a podcast series created to help you through some of the most complex yet brilliant television ever made. Peaky Blinders Season 1, Episode 2. We begin on the road with the Shelby brothers, Thomas, Arthur and John. They're en route to the fair, but make a quick pit stop for some business with the Lees, a gypsy family. Thomas is looking to cut a deal. He allows a man named Johnny Dogs to take a ride in his car in exchange for a horse. Thomas takes offence to a group of men laughing and demands to know if they're laughing at his brother. Johnny intervenes in an attempt to calm the tensions, but when the Shelby boy's mother is called a whore, Thomas sees red. Hmm, fair enough. Swinging his cap, he slices a lee man's face with the razor blades. Arthur and John join the fray, caps in hand, as they begin to cut through the lees with blade and fist. Back in Birmingham, Inspector Campbell and a group of mounted police brutally storm the homes of residents in a terraced street. Ada and Fred are warned about the imminent interruption and scarper over a wall at the rear of Freddy's house. However, in Freddy's bedroom, the police find a prescription made out to Ada. Freddy secures Ada with a neighbour and tells her he'll have to leave town for a while. Polly's at church when Campbell joins her. She lights candles, telling him they're for the boys from the garrison who lost their lives fighting in France, then jabs at the inspector when stating she hears he didn't make it to France. Campbell brings his natural menace to the fore and pushes Polly back, but she kisses him and throws him off guard. He opens a side door and tells the entering police to turn the church upside down as they search for the stolen guns. Before leaving, he lets on that he knows Thomas is the boss of the Peaky Blinders. The boys arrive back from the fair and are told the police have spread a rumour that the blinders left town so the raids could take place. Thomas also hears that a number of pubs that pay for protection have been turned over. When alone, Polly questions Thomas about the guns and tells him Campbell wants to meet. Thomas says he must first strike back at the inspector. A huge bonfire is lit in the centre of the street as pictures of the king are burned and a local reporter called to cover the event. Thomas tells the reporter that it's not the people but the police who are disloyal to the King and the residents don't want their King to see the things that are being done to them. He informs the reporter the new coppers from Belfast are breaking into homes, attacking women and the fire is to raise the alarm. At his desk at midnight, Campbell receives an unexpected call from Winston Churchill, furious about the fire. He demands Campbell gets results in the hunt for the stolen guns. The next morning, Polly realises Ada's pregnant. After getting the news confirmed, Ada tells Polly the father has gone away, but he'll return. At Charlie's yard, Thomas is given a bullet with his name scratched into it, a declaration of war passed on by the Lee clan. As Thomas walks his new horse through the streets, he's approached by Grace, she asks him for permission to sing at the garrison one night a week. He offers her the chance to earn some extra money by accompanying him to the Cheltenham races. In the Shelby's home, bets are pouring in for Monaghan boy, the magic horse. Polly informs Thomas of Ada's situation. He finds her at the cinema and demands to know the father's name. She refuses, so he cuts the film short and kicks everyone out. Ada admits the baby's dad is Freddie Thorne. Back at the Shelby's, Polly is fuming that Thomas fixed a horse race without the go-ahead from notorious gangster Billy Kimber. She then hands him a letter from Ada for Freddie and suggests giving him a chance. Thomas refuses, demanding Polly tell Ada if Freddie has gone to America. Holly tries to talk Ada into getting rid of the baby and hands her the card of a woman in Cardiff who'll carry out the abortion. Thomas and Inspector Campbell meet at a very swanky hotel to talk. Campbell presents Thomas with Ada's prescription found in Freddie's bedroom, telling him Freddie is at the top of his hit list. Thomas attempts to cut a deal where the police leave all of the Shelby's businesses alone, then drops the bombshell that he has the guns Campbell desperately seeks. He says should he be arrested, the guns are shipped to Belfast and sold to the IRA, but should Thomas achieve his goals, the location of the guns will be given and Campbell will be a hero. With little room to manoeuvre, Campbell agrees and the deal is sealed without a handshake. Campbell meets Grace with the new information, telling her Thomas Shelby is now the focus of the mission. He says she must get close to him and find out where the guns are hidden. He then presents her with a gun of her own and declares her active on behalf of the Crown. Thomas is called from his home by a frantic man named Curly and taken to his new horse. The horse's legs in a bad way and Curly says it's a curse from the Lee clan. Thomas pulls his gun, apologises and shoots the horse in the head, killing it. He goes to the closed garrison and demands a drink from Grace, telling her to stay with him. He informs her he killed his horse because it looked at him the wrong way pair share a cigarette and discuss the upcoming race trip. Thomas tells her he knows she never worked in Dublin and guesses she probably got pregnant and left her hometown. Grace is more than happy to play along. She sings for him as the two begin to bond. The following day, Ada is about to board a train when Freddy catches her at the station. He says Thomas got a message to him to get out of town and take Ada with him. Then he drops to one knee and proposes. Ada joyfully accepts. However, Freddy then declares they're not leaving, but will instead stay and marry in Birmingham because he's not afraid of Tommy Shelby. Hmm. At the garrison, a sing-along is rudely interrupted when Billy Kimber and his machine-gun-armed gang members stroll in and demand to know of a man in there named Shelby. He fires a pistol in the air, repeating the demand as Thomas walks from a back room and sends everyone else home. The Shelby boys sit across from Kimber and his men. He's furious that Thomas fixed the horse race and is keen for blood. But Thomas puts an offer on the table where the Shelbys help him bring down the Lee clan, declaring it would be an honour to work with him. Kimber asserts his power by having Thomas pick up a tossed coin for him, then leaves with the deal in place and an arrangement to meet at Cheltenham Races. Thanks for listening. Hope it's been helpful. Listen, if you've enjoyed this, I would love it if you subscribed. We've got loads more shows where this came from and we'd love you to join us for them. A five-star review wherever you get your podcasts from would also be absolutely fantastic. If you've got any feedback or ideas for a show that we should be covering, we'll almost certainly be doing the big ones, but you never know, there may be others that we've missed. Let us know. I'd love to hear from you over on Twitter. You can find us at Previous Podcast or just email us hello at previouslyon.co.uk. Previously On is presented by Jamie East and is a Daft Doris production.